0: inconceivable a game of nerdery and nonsense trivia and tribulations now let's join our panelists and the man who loves nerd entertainment fan scoring dan morin thank you lex friedman welcome back to inconceivable a
1: game that tests two teams knowledge of the nerdy useless and obscure to my right is team one he's focused on hard facts not those hokey feels mr stephen She's a verity expert on a variety of subjects, Ms. Erica Ensign. Good morning. And he's Batman, Mr. Tony Sindel.
2: That's not accurate. Hello, nerds. <laughs> Just
1: what you would say. Uh, captain by whom on this occasion?
2: Uh, once again, I will be the captain.
1: Miss Ensign is the captain yep. again. Well, you've led your team to victory a few times, I believe, so.
2: Uh, victory and once a tie
1: hey that's a pretty good record (laughs) to my left is team two we hear she's a fan of the creepy crowley's ms cat griffiths hello hello his pursuits are anything but trivial mr monty ashley hello and she fought the game of thrones and the thrones won ms liz miles
3: (laughs) greetings fellow
4: humans
1: (laughs) and who will captain team two
4: uh first time for everything that'll be me
1: cat will captain team two excellent I'll remind you, correct answers are worth 10 points with partial credit disguided by me and our scorekeeper, Mr. Friedman. We're going to start off today with round one, a game we call Classy Actors. I've mashed up an, an actor name, or uh, I guess I say I found a, a rhyme with an actor's name and a class of from D&D. <laughs> so as an, as an example, if I gave you the clue, this pickpocket was neither good nor ugly, you would think, well, good, ugly, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Lee Van Cleef was the bad, so Lee Van Thief, because he's a pickpocket. I
5: love <laughs> oh, this. Oh, what? my God. Would I think that?
1: Uh, I certainly <laughs> hope so. Otherwise, you're going to do poorly at this game.
5: Oh, my gosh.
1: So let's start off with you, ha <laughs> Great. Here we go. And remember, your team is always available if you ask them nicely. Good. Your clue. Conquering the arcane arts is tough, even more so when dealing with an unexpected teenage pregnancy. Um, Ellen Mage. Wow. wow, That's our right first ten-point answer right wow. out of the gate. Well done, Mr. Shapansky. Thank you very much. Cat. After abandoning his partner, the world's greatest detective, this British actor decided to turn over a new leaf, literally.
4: Oh, my... This is a bad time to say I'm horrible with actors' names, isn't
1: it? <laughs> yeah, that's great Fortunately, I think it's a good time to say that.
4: <laughs> Any help, team, at all? What was that about leaves?
3: I'm confused.
4: I will, I will Turning reread over a yes. leaf. Yes.
1: After abandoning his partner, the world's greatest detective, this British actor decided to turn over a new leaf, literally.
3: So, is it Benedict Cumberbatch?
5: It, no, it would be the... the guy. He's the. Detective, I'm also... turning
3: over. You've literally. What did leaves do? Rangers? Wouldn't that be like Ranger Druid? Druid Benedict Cumber. Druid doesn't <laughs> no. sound like it fits here.
5: I don't think the actor is Benedict Cumberbatch. I also am blanking on the other actor's yeah. name who plays oh, Watson. Well, other... well oh, um, Martin, s- this is really great Martin for me. Just so everyone
3: knows Martin <laughs> Free Ranger.
1: Martin. Uh, I, I might note. Uh, that there are many adaptations of those um, characters.
3: Okay, <laughs> or there's Jude Law. Who is it? Yeah, are we looking for the Watson or the Sherlock here? Uh,
5: the we're Watson. looking. The Watson. I like Druid Law.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: <gasps> Ten points. Bravo. Well done. Wow. Wow. Way to way, way to talk that one through. Uh, I mean the TV show <laughs> Druid Law. <laughs> um, they
3: solve mysteries amazing. in the forest. I, I felt like we were, like, swimming through treacle there. It
1: was flashing. well done, though, because I heard both Druid and Jude Law mentioned <laughs> at two points. And then, and then you put them together. That's the game.
3: Wow. We're amazing.
1: <laughs> and not lacking for confidence, which is yeah, great. Not like Steven, who just got it right away. That was totally <laughs> trivial.
6: That was downplay totally play that. that. Yeah. I don't mess
1: it around. All right. Erica. No boy. He gets no respect, probably because he keeps forgetting to mark his quarry.
2: <laughs> okay <laughs> uh all right so we're going so it's, it's not elf we're cl- it's classes so it's probably a ranger mm-hmm. um respect he gets no respect okay uh so that'd be rodney rangerfield
1: <laughs> 10 points <laughs> well done
2: uh, i love this category
1: so <laughs> hard now you get to picture rodney rodney dangerfield as a ranger <clears throat> you're welcome <laughs>
4: too early for that. You <laughs> <right>. broke me.
1: <laughs> Monty, this is a little yeah. tricky, but I have confidence in you. Hmm. see about that. Having played more than one detective, this trademark schlub decided to try the other side of the law. Okay, so it's somebody who's played more than one
5: detective
0: and is a schlub.
3: That that ring any classes? That doesn't sound like... I nonsense. just
0: want you all to know, I am looking at the answer and have no idea what it means. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. <laughs>
3: Brilliant. That is the par.
0: Of... I, I will give so, you
1: I will give you the hint that I know for a fact that you are or have watched a show with this person playing a detective. Okay. Monty, My...
7: you were in fact related to this person. You played the D and D class. <laughs> oh. This
1: this person is right behind you. No, no. <laughs>
7: Can you read it again
2: just so I can see if I can figure it out, too?
1: (laughs) I will reread it. Having played more than one detective, this trademark schlub decided to try the other side of the law. Well, the other side of the law
5: suggests uh, thief, rogue, assassin, Mm -hmm. something along those lines.
3: Okay, but more than one detective, and which detective shows have you watched?
5: Don't
1: know. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to make it harder.
3: That's awesome i like i i only know Char- charlotte sherlock holmes is a detective and i'm out
5: he said show which makes me feel like it's a tv person which would rule out humphrey bogart <laughs> i'm
1: glad we... <laughs> uh, Sometimes gonna, my we... grandma
2: and grandpa call <laughs> movies shows. one one
1: down 897 to <laughs> <and> go <laughs> just out of curiosity don't say it but does the other side anybody over there have an idea
2: Not yet, but I'm working on it.
1: I'm still making a list of shows, Monty's seen.
5: William Powell played more than one detective, but (laughs) I don't see how to get William Powell into any of the uh, law-breaking classes.
4: Does anyone know the name of the actor from True Detective?
5: Matthew McConaughey or Woody Harrelson
1: or Taylor I was
3: promised dardery detective
1: shows don't (laughs) have
3: science
4: fiction Uh, or fantasy Well,
1: actually, this one, uh, who said it was a detective show? I just say he played a detective. (laughs)
3: Oh my. Mm-hmm. Oh! Okay, okay. Oh. No? Oh, okay. <laughs> Please. that? What should we call it? What? I cannot remember the name of any of the things. It's Jim Butcher's Detective, the Dresden Files. That's the super uh, detective who's all supernaturally magical stuff.
1: What is the name of the character from the Dresden Files? Hmm. Or exactly... the
3: actor. <laughs> I'm wondering. <laughs> obviously, my team don't know. That's not helpful.
1: Well, the character
5: I believe is Harry Dresden. I am unaware of an actor.
3: That's that's unhelpful. <laughs> All
1: right, Dan, Dan. I see what you did there. <laughs> uh, that's, that's that's not the direction we're going with it. Um, I, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna need a guess, uh, or I can possibly trade you a hint for some points. I have to think up a good hint though.
5: I feel like we would like a hint, as we are unable to get all of the points on our own. Monty, you've recapped this show.
3: <laughs> oh doesn't my help? goodness! Okay, what have you recapped?
5: Let's see. Recently, there' a detective on the Cape. Nobody likes Cape references anymore. <laughs> Six seasons in the movie.
3: That that's okay. Other shows, or is
5: it? Uh, let's see. Uh, Game of Thrones, Arrow.
4: Wait, there's a detective on Arrow.
5: Yeah, but Paul Blackthorne. I don't recall. Paul oh, uh, Black Thief. Yeah, let's just go with that because we are floundering. We've got to move this thing along. We are going with Paul Black
1: Thief. That is not correct. Does anybody on what? the other side have it?
7: Nope, Mm-mm. it's it's the it's the guy from Gotham and Terriers. Uh,
1: it is so you oh, probably Donald think, Rogue. Donald Rogue was yeah. correct. Uh, well, I knew.
2: See, I had I had Rogue. I figured that was it, but I didn't know the actor, and I, I, feel I probably good that there's
3: no way I could have known that. That's,
1: I I thought Monty would have that one, but it was tricky. I admit that was the hard one. That's probably the hardest of all of them so far. So no points there. Let's go to Tony. Oh no, Tony! This motorcycle riding lawman turned holy warrior is one cool cat
8: uh there he is <laughs>
7: yeah there's something about Inevitable. the words cool cat that just caused my brain to shut off now i don't know why that could be
8: Just need to, need to get that on the table so we can now focus on the matter at hand um
7: so uh let's see so motorcycle riding lawman uh Is one cool cat. Well, cool cat suggests to me, there's one thing it suggests to me, which is not apropos to the situation. The second thing thing it suggests to me is some kind of druid, um, because druids can turn into cats. Uh, or they have cat friends. You you that's...
1: also you, you Vic somehow just missed the entire middle part of that. Clue. No, 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 no.
7: <laughs> that's probably not important. Uh, <laughs> uh,
1: could you say the middle part again? I, I can say just the entire clue again. How about that? Yeah,
7: why not? Uh, yeah, okay. All right. You're allowed uh, that. Okay. Yeah.
1: This motorcycle riding lawman turned holy warrior is one cool cat.
8: Uh, who's that Nicolas Cage guy? Uh, rides the motorbike with his skull on fire. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Are you thinking of G- Ghost Rider? Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, no I, one should I, ever think of Ghost Rider, just so we're clear.
8: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
7: let me ask my team, who mm-hmm. was way better at this game than me. I just um,
8: gave you my one and only suggestion. Steve, <laughs> I would thinking,
7: like you
2: to find one more better answer than that one. Okay.
7: I'm thinking so. the class
2: might be Paladin, you know, Holy Warrior, mm-hmm. but uh, Motorcycle Riding Lawman, I yeah motorcycle riding law man um i mean eric estrada doesn't rhyme with paladin at all thank, thank they, god any way I say thank it. god <laughs> and i'm trying i am trying um unless there's is, tony is there another class that's a a holy a holy warrior of some sort well a cleric i mean the cleric yep oh there you go i think uh, we just uh, figured it out cleric estrada um well I, done I, you know what I hate I'm, myself angry. And
7: everything yeah. else. I'm angry I'm angry no one did not make me feel good about
1: myself or my friends or this game so I didn't I want I to point out that I did not watch Cool Cat but I still Neither felt like I. it needed a, seen uh, the needed a reference <laughs> in there yeah. alright well done and uh, finish out this well, round Liz well
7: just let, let's yo, just agree on done it's done
3: I, I'm hoping for a British British connection this here. British,
1: British comedian has clearly mastered Tasha's hideous laughter
3: who's hideous laughter
1: tasha's hideous laughter
3: tasha's okay that's that's interesting how do you spell tasha's sorry
1: t-a-s-h-a
3: yeah like in star trek next gen yes that's, that's tasha's me
1: hideous so. laughter is all capitalized i will let you know that
3: okay that's not that's not helpful unless <laughs> it's a next generation season one reference which doesn't <laughs> Doesn't seem right. This would be easier
2: and... for Liz if she was a real gamer.
1: <laughs> oh, oh no! Oh wait! Settle down, yeah. everybody. To your corners, Team One and Team Two. This is a long-standing feud.
3: Oh. Watch it. She's had Dice. a she's had
1: a hard week, Dice. Erica. Dice
3: <laughs> that's true. Parson. Ma- oh oh! I'll I'll yeah. Okay, that's um <clears throat> British comedian. Tasha's hideous laughter I've no idea what that refers to I can give a long list of British comedians though and they're i team
5: um well Ta- me out. <laughs> tasha's hideous laughter is probably just a spell so if there's any British comedian whose name rhymes with mage spell. wizard right. warlock or magic user okay hopefully British... wizard is there a is there a British comedian whose name is lizard oh, something
3: ed- 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 Eddie, Eddie
5: Wizard. Wizard. <laughs> whoa, whoa, I, I didn't
1: hear the final.
3: Eddie Wizard.
1: There you Yay. go. Yay, you got cute. it. Well done. See, good teamwork. Teamwork is always <laughs> important in this show. <laughs>
7: oh, that was fun.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: excellent. So that's the end of round one. Lex Reeman, how do the scores
0: stand? Curse Donal Rogue, whatever the hell that means, mm. because the score is team one with 30 and team two with 20. Still
1: anyone's game as we go into round two, the first of our fake-off rounds. In round two, team one must find the correct answer. We're going to give a word from a work of some sort of speculative fiction, whether it be movies, television, comics, what have you. Uh, We're going to have the team two is going to give three different definitions. One of those is the correct definition. The other two are bluffs. You can bid between one to ten points based on your, your knowledge of the word. Uh, And the word is C-T-S-E-E-T-E-E. And before we get to our definitions, I have a word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by the Zombies Run Virtual Race. Look, we all know running helps you get fit, but we also know that running is really boring. Fortunately, this virtual race makes running fun. Wherever you are in the world, you head out to run 5 or 10K with your headphones in. As you run, the app immerses you in a thrilling audio story that's specially designed to match the distance you're running. You'll hear zombies close on your heels. You'll break into a vault that's vital to the survival of humanity. You'll run further and faster than you ever thought you could. Because with the Zombies Run virtual race, you're not just running around the park. You're running to save the world. Your entry gets you a thrilling audio adventure series that takes you from the start of your training right to the end of your race. You'll also get a pro-spec technical running tee, a finisher's medal, and a bunch of other great gear. All of this costs only $55, way cheaper, and way more fun than a gym membership. Visit ZombiesVirtualRace.com and use coupon code GAMESHOW to get $5 off your entry. Uh, personally, as someone who went to the gym this morning, this is way more fun than doing the elliptical machine. And over 7,000 people have run in the virtual races with a 99% satisfaction rate. That's pretty good. So head over to zombiesvirtualrace.com and use coupon code GAME SHOW to get $5 off your entry. Thank you so much to Zombies Run Virtual Race for sponsoring the Game Show and the rest of the Finding Comparable Network. And now we've had a minute or two with the word CT Team One. Could you give us a wager between one and 10 points?
2: hmm this sounds super super familiar you guys
8: i'm glad it does to you (laughs) yeah i'm really
7: great so erica you're in charge of everything because that sounds like nothing
2: (laughs) do i oh boy
7: it's all riding on you all the pressure you know i have
2: (laughs) i've actually had a very bad feeling about this uh about this game this morning so but yet i still want to wager 10 points because it sounds so familiar Uh, you're Mm -hmm. the captain make it happen
1: Ah, screw it! Ten points. Ten points are bid. All right, team two, please give me your first definition.
3: Okay, I'll go first then because my definition is amazing and correct, and in the classic, very classic British television show Star Cops, there were Star Cops, and they were amazing, and they went into space because space needs cops, and it also needs to call bridge police people cops because star policemen or police officers just doesn't have the same catchy title to it really i mean who would you trust star cops or star police people you know it's 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 a tough one and they go to a space station where they have no money and no budget and are wandering around the place and it's really dingy there are some seriously dodgy special effects and they have to like investigate stuff and mysteries and on occasion they will report back to their headquarters, which was originally CT Letters, but because it's a British television series and they have an excellent grasp of continuity, it later became CT with S-E-E-T-E-E. And what this ridiculous acronym was stood for, we never found out because Starcots got bizarrely cancelled after like 12 episodes. And it's sorely, sorely missed on the British landscape.
1: So there you have it. CT was a, was a control tower sort of converted into a, into a spelled out version of the, of the word. Uh, our second definition comes from Mr. Monty Ashley. There's a great author named Norman
5: Spinrad. Before I get into where CT comes from, I'm going to implore people to read one of my favorite books called Little Heroes, which is kind of about a people who create a virtual reality rock star. And this book was written in, like, 1972, and it's kind of proto-cyberpunk, and it's great. Anyway, before that, when he was just starting out, Norman Spinrad wrote this book about space hippies, because that's kind of what you did in the late 60s, early 70s, if you were a cool new-wave science fiction writer like him. And the space hippies spend most of the book talking about the coming of C.T., who's going to be their kind of space savior or something. And then, just to jump straight to the end in the spoilers, C.T., is kind of like calling Voyager V'ger. It also was just the letter CT, and that's what their ancestors had started calling Cthulhu because they couldn't pronounce it properly. So at the end, you have the space hippies all sitting around saying, CT is coming, CT is coming, and then, a giant space octopus, and it kills them all. It's great. (laughs) really
1: hunt down this book kind of a downer uh so it's great take that hippies (laughs) (laughs) so ct is a uh a a nickname if you will for a a world devouring cthulhu who eats space hippies and i couldn't be more with him on that our third and final (laughs) definition comes from cat griffiths
4: uh so it's getting into some some brilliant hard science here it's antimatter the the wonderful and weird uh matter that exists Outside of normal matter, um basically a, a super old word for for antimatter
1: all right, definition number three is a super old word for antimatter. Uh, your other options were uh, a corruption of Cthulhu and uh, let's not forget the great moments in uh, star cops with the <laughs> c t control tower. One of those is true, and the choice team one is yours
2: so first of all, I regret everything. Um. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, how dare you?
7: (laughs) Steven, tell me everything you know about Star Cops. Go.
8: Well, quite clearly Liz does not know that I am a renowned force in the world of Star Cops fandom, so hers is clearly a lie because Nathan Springer uh, would never, never bow down to C.T.,
2: uh, and didn't she say twelve episodes? I believe Star Cops was only six,
8: correct? It was nine, actually. Oh, wow, well, right. well, that that wow. is totally relevant to this answer. I didn't, wow. I
3: didn't bother to check that because I am just like that's I'll, not the truth. That's not the truthy part of the answer. So mm-hmm.
8: very suspicious. So we can we could we can take that one off the table. Yes.
3: Damn you and your <laughs> anglo watching way.
8: <laughs> All right, one down. We're down
7: to fifty fifty. This is great. Mm-hmm. um had anyone ever heard of that thing that monty talked about because that
2: sounded like just something monty would be really into it, it does sound like something monty would be really into um i am familiar with norman spinrad I have okay not... so
7: so monty did not create the author norman spinrad
2: in his
3: head no, that's he, did, he did a star trek yeah. episode as well a really good one i
2: I, I, it. I doubt he even uh created the book i'm sure that that's a real thing too but i am a little bit, bit suspicious of the uh of the the ct standing for cthulhu because why would you call cthulhu ct in the first place
7: well like his friends would right (laughs) like yo ct ready to slumber later um
2: (laughs) so i'm i'm leaning towards the because it sounded so familiar and you know matter antimatter is the kind of sciencey thing that i probably would have read up on as a teen when i was more interested in that stuff actively uh that's the kind of thing I feel like maybe would have, you know, zipped by me, whereas I've never seen Star Cops and I never read that Norman Spinrad book. So it seemed really familiar. So that's my, the way I'm leaning. Do you guys have any other thoughts? That was the way I was leaning too. The only
7: thing that I did not like about that definition, I also appreciated that it was shorter. You people with your long, fake definitions, way to lie to us and waste our time. Unacceptable. <laughs> um <laughs> Tell me more but, about
8: how
5: many episodes that there are of Star Cops. Yeah, that is nine.
8: The g- there were nine
5: <laughs> episodes. Yeah. I can tell you who directed nine all
7: Nine
1: amazing them. episodes. Yeah. Yes.
7: Every good lie is based on knowing how many episodes of Star Cops there were. That <laughs> is just a, a, a standard narrative convention. I um, said
3: like 12 episodes. Nine is very like 12. Yeah, yeah. Shut your lying mouth. <laughs> um, there
7: There was not a particular uh, – pop culture mention in the definition of the old timey thing for antimatter that was the one thing i was kind of looking forward that makes me a little suspicious Mm -hmm. but that would be my top choice right now
2: steven what say you
8: uh, I want to watch Star Cops again. <laughs> I,
7: no <laughs> one I wants known. to watch Star Cops again. So that lie did deflect all of Stephen's mental energy. So that <laughs> did a that little bit. Did, did, was, did a little good bit. Good for that. Just, uh, just hum the theme to Star Cops in your head while you tell us what the right answer oh, is. Oh,
8: you don't. You don't want that. Mm, geez, you don't. Tony, want that. Don't know what you just did. You don't know. You, don't, you just you don't
2: ruined want the that. rest of my day. Is what you just did, Tony.
8: <laughs> <laughs> I, I will. Uh, I will. Um, I will go with whatever the team thinks on this one. I'll go for C. We're going for for cast definition. Is that right? Yep. Yeah, I think okay. so. Let's do it.
1: All right. Team 2, they think uh, CT is a form, uh, an archaic name for antimatter. Is that correct?
4: Yes, it's correct.
8: Yay!
1: Ten points for that. It won't be easy, but we it, did it. It actually...
8: <laughs> <laughs> yes!
1: So CT is actually... It is a corruption of the letters C and T, which stood for Contra which was an archaic word for antimatter. It was popularized by a science fiction novelist named Jack Williamson who wrote a Ooh. book called CT Ship. Um, and I think uh, something else that also had CT in, in the title. Mm-hmm. So it is, but it, we gave it up and we just use antimatter now,
0: which I think, frankly, is a darn shame. <laughs> so that's the end of round two. Lex Reeman, how are we doing? Well, right now, with only one team having done the bluffing round, it's, uh, it's I would call it a demolishing at this point. It's currently 40 to 20, team one, Eric's team leading Cat's team two.
1: All right, let's move into round three. Round three is a new game that we're going to call This and That. So in, in this particular one, inspired by Anthony Johnston, uh, we're going to give you two words uh, or two names, I guess, and two categories of things. And you have to tell me which one fits in the correct category. So in this, uh, to give an example, Ian M. Banks' series of culture novels are known for their super wacky ship names. <laughs> the video game Destiny is known for its super wacky weapons names. I'm going to give you two names you have to tell me which one is from the Culture novels and which one is from Destiny. Cool. A oh, crap. <laughs> oh, we have that question,
3: that exact question.
1: Here we go. <sighs> you're this gonna is love where it. The scores reverse themselves. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, Cat, you're up first. Okay. All right. So name one is Pocket Infinity, and name two is Irregular Apocalypse.
4: Okay, I think I have an idea, but I want help from my team.
1: Um
5: I have read exactly 2 Ian Banks novels and only one of them was a culture novel and I've never played Destiny so I'm no use here at all.
4: You're still uh, one up on me. So
3: <laughs> well. Hello. Luckily, folks, um I have played Destiny.
5: Great. Great. Did you memorize it?
3: <laughs> Destiny, which is of course not a proper game and I'm not real <laughs> gamer. But to my improper gaming i can tell you with 80 percent certainty i'm pretty sure that pocket infinity is a destiny shitty shitty thing gun rifle thing
4: okay that's what i was going with so that's what i'm gonna stick with for my answer
1: all right do you think pocket infinity is from destiny irregular apocalypse from the culture yes all right 10 points well done steven yes Name number one, Nervous Energy. And name number two, Bad Juju. And I have to come up with the
8: franchise from whence these words come, And yeah, Just right? sort
1: them into the right categories for me.
8: Oh, boy. This is very difficult. Nervous Energy? I'm feeling that right now. Um... <laughs>
1: How's your bad team. juju? Is had your juju going okay?
8: <laughs> My bad juju. <laughs> that sounds vaguely racist, but uh. <laughs> you never hear about good juju. <laughs> no, I know. Um team any advice help? <laughs> I, I have yeah. I've never read
2: anything by Enium Banks. I've never played Destiny. So, I mean, I would say bad juju sounds like it might be the name of a weapon, but Yeah, that's
7: that's all I have to offer as well. That's yeah. Uh this was Boy. a well-designed round to even out the scores
8: yeah, it was <laughs> yep very well designed yep these yep. are words and indeed a name that i have never really heard of before um so what was what <laughs> tell me which ones to sort because i bad juju is a weapon in sure. destiny
7: that yeah why not
1: and the other one is the in other, other thing. thing the other thing
7: yeah the other thing yep
1: is that your final answer yeah <laughs> Ten points. Well done. Why,
7: why does it feel like we didn't earn those points? <laughs> I truly felt like we
1: backed into that. Yep. Hey, you know what? Any any question you can walk away from, uh, Monty? <laughs> oh God, your options are name one, just read the instructions, and name two, super good advice. Um,
3: I, I team? can't tell you.
1: Yes, <laughs> do I'm it.
3: Just like all right, okay. Uh, well, uh, super good advice is a weapon.
5: Great. My answer is that super good advice is a weapon in Destiny.
1: <laughs> Correct. Hooray! I, Liz is really throwing off my juju here.
3: I'm sorry. It's I'm sorry. okay. I, I like gaming. Don't apologize,
4: Liz. Never apologize.
7: You could apologize to us. That wouldn't hurt.
3: I'm sorry. I'm sorry to you. Oh, no. Team. no, wait. I'm not apologizing to
7: you. No, you already did. I've taken it. You can't retract an <laughs> enemy. Um, no. You can't retract an apology, you liar. So,
1: <laughs> Erica. Oh, boy. Name one, Dramatic Exit, and name two, Backhanded Compliment.
2: Hmm. Team, do you have any thoughts about these? I feel like it's less clear what sounds, you know. Yeah. And actually They're... on that last one, if I would have gone with my gut, you know, on the other team's question, the one that I thought sounded weapony was not the weapon, so I'm feeling even less confident than I was a minute ago. I, I am
7: picking up on the theme that Destiny has clever weapon names. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dan, can you read the, the, those two again? It was Dramatic Exit and... Backhanded Compliment. Uh, those both sound like great names for a space gun. Um, don't they? Yeah.
2: I feel like I don't know, backhanded compliment just seems like it would be funnier for a weapon.
7: That's yeah. that's that's valid reasoning, so.
2: Yeah, I'm going I'm going that comedy angle this time. So, yeah, we'll say we'll say backhanded compliment is the weapon.
0: you guys are on fire this round. Yay! Well done.
1: Wow. Now they're backing into 10 points.
0: <laughs> you guys are on fire. Also a fine weapon in Destiny by the way. <laughs>
1: Actually, it really should be all right, Liz. This one should be a snap for you uh oh, god. name okay. one is secret handshake, and name two is congenital optimist
3: It's gonna be so embarrassing if I get it wrong, isn't it mm-hmm.
1: it really will <laughs>
7: then then don't <laughs>
3: um i'm i'm oh god it's it's terrible it's me, but i I'm pretty sure it's secret handshake
1: is that your final answer yeah. yeah. Yes, 10 oh points. Well done. <laughs>
3: that was a bit scary.
1: Uh, <laughs> and we'll end the round and all the pain and suffering. Tony. Hi. Name one, corrective measure. Name two, attitude adjuster.
7: Oh, Those are both pretty good gun names. Uh, team, what do you think? I, I'm, I'm partial to corrective measure.
8: As I was the... partial to the other one, but... Um... Yeah.
2: What all right, you, I'm following you one? guys. Attitude <laughs> uh, adjust. What was the second one?
1: Attitude adjuster
7: yeah all right that's that's two against one that that's totally reasonable uh, attitude adjuster
1: is the space gun tony don't let your gut get overridden i'm sorry corrective oh, measure oh, is oh, a sorry. heavy machine I'm, gun i've oh, used well. it it's fantastic attitude adjuster is a ship from the culture alas but sorry, that tony. round actually you know despite your your misgivings it went a lot better i think than you expected to lex how are we looking
0: Dan, after three rounds, things are getting a lot closer. Team one is in the lead with 60 points, but team two is close behind with 50 points. All right, close game. We're going to go
1: into round four, which is the second of our fake-off rounds. I'm calling this one, I Want to Take His Fake Off. (laughs) Oh, dear. This this is team two's (laughs) chance to bid for points uh, based on the following word. Team one will provide three definitions. One is correct, two are bluffs. Team two, your word is Kith? Kith? I'm, wow, I'm not going to be able to pronounce this. Kith. K A I I D T H. Kith. Kith? Kith. Kith. I Let's say Kith. It's hard. way easier to I say. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Uh, you're going to think about your
0: bid there for a second. And Mr. Friedman,
1: I gather you have something to tell us.
0: I do. Listen, Dan, many listeners have been asking for a way to support this podcast. It's all we hear, you and I. Hey, Dan. And the other guy, how can we support that (laughs) podcast? Well, now there's a way. The Incomparable now has a membership system that lets you sign up for a monthly or annual pledge to support this very podcast. Here's what you do. Go to theincomparable.com slash members. You're pre-qualified if you know how to spell incomparable. Go to theincomparable.com slash members and sign up for a membership. You'll then be asked to pick the shows on the Incomparable network that you'd like to support. If you just check the box for game show, your contribution will benefit this very show. Inconceivable. After fees are taken out, of course. If you listen to other podcasts on the Incomparable Network, you can also check their boxes, and your contribution will be shared equally by all the shows you want to support. As a thank you for supporting us, members receive extras, including exclusive bonus audio tracks, a live bootleg feed of the Incomparable, and other stuff, including, I think Dan Warren is considering putting together a track that's just the team, uh, the teams here, thinking about their answers. Because although he edits it down pretty tightly, they usually take about 45 minutes to come up with each answer here on the show. Hey. Uh, that's a, That's a lie. It's like 20 minutes. <laughs> There are contribution levels of $5, $10, and $20 per month, and annual equivalents are available as well. So if you'd like to support Inconceivable and Game Show and the Incomparable Podcast Network, go to the incomparable.com slash members to sign up. Thank you in advance. Thanks so much, Lex. That's uh, the voice of God, Lex Friedman himself.
1: Uh, team Two, you've had a little time to consider your bid for the word kithe. What do you, what do you got for us? One to ten points.
4: Um provided my team backs me up on this i'm pretty sure i know what the word is so if i can go 10
3: points okay
5: i mean we're back by 10 points so that seems like the way to go anyway i
3: will obviously take revenge if it turns out you (laughs) don't know what the word is just letting you know but yeah sure i'm prepared to back you (laughs) yes turn on
7: each turn on each other yes yes
3: (laughs) fair enough Turn on each other. The threat, the threat totally is enough. Thing. Yeah. Well, you guys trusted me with destiny weapons, so I'm I'm prepared to trust you with a word that looks really weird.
1: With your destiny. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to go ten points.
1: All right. Oh. They're bitten all ten points on the word kites, which I'm, I'm that's how I'm deciding to pronounce it. So uh, team one, let's hear some definitions. Mr. Shapansky, can you lead us off?
8: Yes. Uh, kites. Is a Vulcan
1: expression meaning what is, is all right. Definition number two, Erica. Uh,
2: the definition number two is that, uh, Kythe, or as I always read it, Kadith, <laughs> because apparently I don't read very closely, um, is a dwarven tool used for mining Mithril, I guess, probably.
1: All right, so you've got mm-hmm. uh, so far a Vulcan expression and a dwarven tool.
2: These are far too short and sweet. Where's the
3: rambling?
1: <laughs> yeah. uh, that's how you know that something's a lie. <laughs> Tony, take it away.
7: Uh, a kith is a uh, glaive weapon from the Dungeons and Dragons Dark Sun setting. It's like uh, it looks kind of like a ninja star made out of bone.
1: A ninja star made out of bone. <laughs> sweet. So you have a ninja star made out of bone, a tool for mining mithril by from dwarven, uh, and a Vulcan expression, sort of like a like a kasra Is that what we're going for? Kind of, yeah. yeah. All right. uh Team two, those are your three definitions. Do you know which one is the real one?
4: Cat. Um. It's it's the Vulcan term. I say well, with three hundred percent like certainty. oh
3: ah, Okay. Great. I'm I'm happy with that.
1: Yeah. Yep. Okay. Is that your final answer? Yes. All right. Team two thinks it's a Vulcan expression. Team one, are they correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Ten well points, done. good captain. Wow, you. I uh, I thought that one was pretty obscure, but apparently not obscure <laughs> enough.
3: I didn't know that, and I'm a I'm a pretty big trekkie. I mean, you
1: did you went to memory al- not even memory alpha, right, Dan? That, that was, was like memory beta. beta. Yeah, yeah. Like that's deep. That's deep <laughs> yeah. in there.
7: Yeah, I mean, I think if you know that, you you were meant to know it.
1: Well done. It
4: actually, actually, it looks like a Celtic word that I kept trying to spell when I was younger, and I kept getting them mixed up until some trekkie unhelpfully pointed it out to me.
1: Wow, okay. Thanks. It does
3: look Gaelic, a, yeah.
8: A Trekkie being unhelpful. That's <laughs> in that amazing. it's unpronounceable. That sounds,
1: that sounds wrong. Uh, all right, end of round four. Lex, any movement in the scores? Uh, in fact, we are now all tied up.
0: 60 points apiece, Dan.
1: Okay, tie, tie game going into our last game. Round five, another new game. I call it, everybody's a
0: critic. Dan, my analysis is whichever team scores more points this round is likely to emerge the winner.
1: Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Bob Costas. Uh, nice. So round five, entitled Everybody's a Critic. Uh, so you may be familiar with the, uh, uh, the phenomenon of one-star reviews. I've trawled Amazon to find some one-star <laughs> reviews of classic <laughs> works of literature. So I'm going to read you the review. Uh, you have to give me the name of the book. If you want to cut it down to half points, if you really are stuck and you need a hint, uh, then for half of your points, I will give you another way lesser-known title. By the same author. So it will be pretty obscure. So these are probably their most famous works. All right. So here we go. Steven, you're going to uh, lead us off in this round. This review is entitled, Don't Believe the Hype, by the helpfully named Amazon customer.
6: <laughs> Don't I'm believe a guy.
1: the hype. I'm sure that I'll have people wanting my blood for this, but I have to be honest. This book is horrible. Absolutely horrible from start to finish. The writing is grade-schoolish, the plot moves too slowly, and it's so far-fetched that one can't lose one's suspension of disbelief no matter how hard the reader tries. And frankly, the monster itself is sleep-inducing. Don't bother with this book. For that matter, don't bother with the movies either. Blank, the book and all things spawned from this book, is the single most overrated work in literature. Mm-hmm. I'm veering towards Lord of the Rings.
8: But the monster Why? isn't necessarily, because yeah. yeah. it's a book that was made into movies, which has never been done, apparently, outside yeah. of Lord of the Rings. So Look, it's simple.
5: Just take the most overrated work of literature, and that's it.
8: <laughs> <laughs> there it is. So, Lord of the Rings. Uh, no. Um... Could it be the Constitution?
1: Um... <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Well, the monster in the Constitution it's is the tyranny, best part. It's tyranny, Dan. It's man. tyranny. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever, you ever read the hit kids' book, There's a Monster at the End of This Constitution? I'm, I'm waiting for the video game adaptation.
2: Because oh. clearly the movie was not good.
8: Yeah. Mm. Mm. Can't be Twilight, can it?
2: No, because there's no The Monster in Twilight either.
8: Mm-hmm.
1: Also, I feel like I wouldn't have had to work too hard to find a one-star review of Twilight. Just saying.
7: <laughs> <laughs> wow, I
1: thought, I thought my uh, my taking down on the Constitution was controversial. Dan's
7: really strong for us <laughs> now. Uh,
2: I was sort of thinking uh, Frankenstein, except for the movie. And there's like a zillion versions of Frankenstein in the movie. So,
8: mm-hmm. hmm. the movie. What's another book yeah. that had
2: a monster that they made into a movie? uh i mean isn't that all of stephen king's works uh pretty much actually yes but okay so it' not a monster also not a movie that was a tv uh miniseries what are there hmm. the real monster is people who leave one star reviews on amazon <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i think that's the lesson we should all take home here
1: I'll, also itunes i'm gonna reread too because so i i'll let you know that i have uh elided over something. Obviously, I had a blank, but I also corrected some spelling errors in reading it because I'm not going to read the errors. Uh, <laughs> okay. And then to make sure that you guys get the full import, I will reread it. Here we go. I'm sure that I'll have people wanting my blood for this, but I have to be honest. This book is horrible. Absolutely horrible from start to finish. The writing is grade schoolish. the plot moves too slowly, and is so far-fetched that one can't lose one suspension of disbelief no matter how hard the reader tries. And frankly, the monster itself is sleep-inducing. Don't bother with this book. For that matter, don't bother with the movies either. Blank, the book, and all things spawned from this book is the single most overrated work in literature.
2: Okay, so he did say movies, not movie. And one
8: book, The Hobbit. <laughs> uh,
2: again, no real the monster. I mean, unless no. they're talking about Smog, who is awesome. So that's clearly not it. Uh, yeah, I still yes, think so Frankenstein makes the most sense because he says the most overrated work in literature. Frankenstein's rated pretty highly, and you know, if I'm honest, it's a little bit slow to uh, sort of the modern sensibilities of readers.
8: Mary Shelley's Frankenstein is what you're thinking.
2: That's that's my thought, but this is this is technically your question, so you have the the final say.
8: Oh boy! But I'm the I captain,
2: have... so I'm I'm staring at <laughs> you.
8: can <laughs> <laughs> totally, yeah. And she can I'm literally o- do that, so <laughs> I'm okay with a, with this not being a free vote. So uh, yes, I will. <laughs> I, the backbench MP, will go with what my party leader has to say and go with Frankenstein.
1: So you think that's a one-star review of Frankenstein by Mary Shelley, and you are correct. Yes. Well done. Thanks, uh, Cap. I had a couple good ones for there, although I think I uh, killed the other one that was pretty funny, which involved saying. Uh, what was it? It was something about this was so dumb. I don't remember. The movies are all the movies are better and they suck too. I think what's the issue.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Just for fun, can you tell us what other book you were going to mention? Because I don't even know any of her other works.
1: Uh the other book I would have mentioned by her is The Last Man. Which is probably cool. among all her other works one of the more well known ones. But yes, definitely obscure. Okay. All right. Number two, Cat. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. This is, uh, the review is entitled Terrible and Overrated, although it looks like overeated every time I look at it. (laughs) Terrible and Overrated by Pooh Master Flex. (laughs) (laughs) No relation. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. Blank is boring. It has no point. It's only about magic and wands and secret passages. Also, the characters are all stupid. I think some of the characters are to put in just to make it longer. The book is also very long. Everything is described very well, but the description isn't needed. You might like blank if you believe in ghosts, goblins, magic, and bad guys that kill people with magic. You should not read this book. It will be a waste of the month it takes you to read it. Thank you for taking your time to read my review. I just saved you a month of misery in reading. <laughs>
4: uh, um, well, my first, my first thought is like one of the Harry Potter books just because wands and magic and those are the only ones I know that have wands and magic in them um but but team
5: help please I also feel like it's Harry Potter largely because of the secret passage element mm-hmm. because there certainly are secret passages in most Harry Potter books
3: yeah I was leaning towards Lord of the Rings because they're uh, the secret passage is the kind of the Minds of Moria bit but if it is Harry Potter books, is it going to be, have to be a specific one then? Because there are seven. Yeah, but there, are there, there aren't there are really ones in Lord of the Rings, which was a thing.
5: Well, Lord of the Rings doesn't have a bad guy who kills people with magic, really. He uses, you know, giant yeah, spiders in of works. Oh, fair, oh yeah, I those should... are totally normal, Monty. Well, <laughs> not <I'm... laughs> magical at all. As opposed to Voldemort, who so kills well. people with magic. <laughs> oh, spoiler alert. <laughs>
3: Yeah, sure. Oh, well, okay. Har- yeah, no Harry, Harry Potter is it's yeah, okay.
4: I do we do we just want to go with Harry Potter cuz I mean it's supposed to be a book. There's never been a like omnibus version. Has there like one big no, no, massive not we, tome? Not of all seven. No. I, I
5: think we say Harry Potter and if they say we need more specificity, we reconvene and probably guess the first one.
4: Okay, I like that. We're going with Harry
1: Potter. You need more specificity. <laughs>
5: <laughs> completely you read unexpected, unexpected. Dun, dun, dun.
1: you want to you want to hear it again yeah all right here yeah. we go Blank is boring. It has no point. It's only about magic and wands and secret passages. Also, the characters are all stupid. I think some of the characters are put in just to make it longer. The book is also very long. Everything is described very well, but the description isn't needed. You might like blank if you believe in ghosts, goblins, magic, and bad guys. I'm just going to let you know that I changed that because it says bag guys. (laughs) Bad guys that kill people with magic. You should not read this book. It will be a waste of the month it takes you to read it. Thank you for taking your time to read my review. I just saved you a month of misery in reading.
2: I want to read a book about bag guys with
1: magic. Do they have magic bags? The
3: problem there is there are secret passages in the first one, but it's not really very long. It's really short. Unless the review's written by an eight-year-old, which sounds possible. (laughs) It is a one-star
1: review,
5: yeah. It might be, yeah. I, I think it would be weird for somebody to jump in on book four or so and give that review. So even though I agree that like Order of the Phoenix is longer, it's more likely to be I think it's probably the first one. The Philosophers okay. and or Sorcerer's Stone.
4: Yeah, I like I like the way you guys are thinking. I have very little opinion in this because I love the Harry Potter books and I refuse to believe that someone would write that. Um uh, okay, we'll go with um the first book. Philosopher's Stone, Sorcerer's Stone.
1: Correct. Well hey. done. Ten points. Hey. Uh, I have to read you, I must How does that read you take
5: you a month to read dude? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, mean, I must read you source. another
1: excellent one star review that I got about this because I wanted to use this one, but it was just too hard to uh to sort of edit out but so <laughs> this is the this is the middle paragraph from this review The characters are obviously derived from racism. I do not have a problem with this. After all, we are all <laughs> racists, and anyone that says racism is wrong is the one that's wrong. That said, oh. J.K. Rowling does not use this in any way. She could have used it to create some controversy, create conflict among the characters, explain why some people are friends and some aren't, or easiest of all, humor. <laughs> but she doesn't. Why not? The only racism she uses is Hermione being a half-breed. It would have been so much better if, instead of one parent being non-magical, that parent were French. <laughs> 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 oh Wow. Whew. Also also a, uh, an honorable mention there is the person who is, uh, claims to be a guy who loves good literature and his wife makes him read Harry Potter and he finds it dreadful and unable to continue beyond the first chapter and then says, this makes me think that Harry Potter is mostly read by
0: people with limited experience with literature, as is the case with my wife, for example. Oh, no.
6: <laughs> for, for zero
0: wow. points, can anyone guess the other title that uh, Dan would have provided as a hint? For a oh, that, spirit, uh, um, book. that mystery
5: novel she wrote under a different name i'm guessing that that is casual actually correct something. do you know what then do you know what the name is
1: no yeah no it was, but i'd
2: probably recognize it if i heard it because i saw people tweeting about it so much yeah. oh
1: aptly aptly so because it is the cuckoo's calling
2: ah okay maybe not <laughs> <laughs> <Nope>.
1: <laughs> casual vacancy was written under her own name and was not a mystery that was like a thriller or something yeah was, I, don't know. I didn't read it anyways all right so we're doing pretty well erica your turn Oh <laughs> this one uh so take nothing away from the fact that the writer of this view, review gave his name as harry graham potter uh <laughs> his, suspicious the title of his review is an unholy work as far as the mechanics, one cannot hold anything against the work. Nor will I comment on anything further than the first chapter, which I could not complete. I found it filled with actual witchery and sorceral realism. It became a threat to my soul and poisoned my imagination. The rest of the work, I imagine, is filled with a demonic. Christian, if you want a copy, do not sell it, spreading the evil. Rather, destroy it like I did and boldly tearing it to pieces, lest it weave its spell over you. Parentheses. I did, however, enjoy the TV miniseries in which, interestingly, her wizards seem more
0: like our priests. <laughs> Before I saw the answer, I thought it was the Bible.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Popular work of literature, sure.
2: Could you read that last little part again about TV miniseries and priests or something?
1: Yes, this is a parenthetical at the end. I did, however, enjoy the TV miniseries in which, interestingly, her wizards seem more like our priests.
2: Her wizards seem more like our Mm. priests. Well, I was thinking maybe Dracula continuing on with the uh, the literary theme there until we got to the... (laughs) wizards and priests so i'm thinking that do you guys uh team do you have any thoughts on this now that i'm, I'm recalibrating mm. here obviously it's a fantastical work with uh the kinds of things that my you know right-wing christian extended family might not appreciate so i i understand where this person is coming from but mm. what was a tv mini series
8: yeah that's what i'm trying to think about right now. Um Uh, it's an Amazon review, so it's something that someone must have seen recently, because this person probably wouldn't remember things from a year ago. Uh
7: Dan, can I, (laughs) could
1: I bother you to just read it one more time? Absolutely. As far as the mechanics, one cannot hold anything against the work, nor will I comment on anything further than the first chapter, which I could not complete. I found it filled with actual witchery and sorceral realism. It became a threat to my soul and poisoned my imagination. The rest of the work I imagine is filled with the demonic... Christian, if you own a copy, do not sell it, spreading the evil. Rather, destroy it like I did, and boldly tearing it to pieces, lest it weave its spell over you. I did, however, enjoy the TV miniseries, in which, interestingly, her wizard seemed more like our priest.
7: Okay.
1: <laughs> there's probably... something about that last sentence that makes me forget everything <laughs> yeah, about it. Really, <laughs> it
5: just sticks in my head so much. favorite bit. Um, Social <laughs> realism is my favorite genre. Yeah. I
2: mm-hmm. was I was gonna... Uh, well, no. See, I can't even come up with anything. I, I don't. I guess I don't watch enough TV regularly to know what there would have mm-hmm. been a mini series made of that was written by a woman and yeah. was clearly fantasy based. Um, yeah, I'm str- I'm struggling hard with this one, you guys. I mean, at first I was like, oh, maybe it's Harry Potter, because you know wizards, but those mm-hmm. wizards are not anything like priests, and we've already had Harry Potter, so mm-hmm. problem with that.
8: And it's a TV series, um,
2: yeah, mini series.
8: Mini series.
2: Uh, although this person might not have a real grasp on uh, on what's a mini series, mm-hmm. so it could have just been something made in the UK that was only six <laughs> episodes long in the first season. Um, boy. So it's it's not Twilight because that was a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, also no priests or wizards. What other kind of wizardy things were there? Uh, the Shannara series, but that's not really a mini series. That could be it. Also, uh, psh, psh, psh. <laughs> not as <laughs> also not as wizardy.
6: <laughs> Sorry.
8: That was the MTV series <laughs> you're talking about, right?
2: Yep, yep, which I did not watch. Um Yeah, Outlander doesn't have wizards. It just Boy, has time travel it. and Scott. We Scottish only people. have
3: to wait. I'm sure the druids are imminent. <laughs> <Damn it. laughs> we had druids and rain. It was brilliant.
2: <laughs> um I can't. I can't even come up with anything else that's uh, that's wizardy. Can,
8: there are no wizards. Can in in anybody think scenario?
2: of any like contemporary-ish female authors that we could at least start thinking about?
1: You know, well, no, you you you've spent you've spent a lot of yeah. time, so I'm gonna need a I'm gonna need an answer pretty soon.
3: Or you could get the tint thing.
2: That's true. Do you guys want to just cash in half of the uh, possible points that we're not going to get because we don't even have a guess and and ask for? for the other title
8: you will know um names of authors and their works more than i
1: so all right if you if you feel comfortable yeah go for it
2: yeah give us give us the hint because i don't even have the faintest guess all right
1: another book by this author is four ways to forgiveness
2: yeah that didn't help at all nope (laughs) but taking five points away from (laughs) from nothing is well technically that's negative five points uh-oh quality math you didn't rhetorical. lose any points you yeah. just
1: didn't get you couldn't get the full value of the question
2: yeah i i don't even have a guess
1: um so. i'm gonna ask the other side do you know what this is
2: um well i i
3: know the writer now but i don't know what you're referring to i did think it was mists of avalon but i'm pretty sure four ways to forgiveness is actually actually le, le guang which means it would be was reverse reversey.
1: That is correct, Wizard of Earthsea, which was turned into an awful TV miniseries.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah. Really? oh you know, funnily, I was looking over at my books and
1: <gasps> you just went right over somebody, it.
2: Somebody, because somebody had uh, started uh, rearranging the Lego room slash podcast studio, <laughs> somebody, Wizard somebody. of Earthsea <laughs> books not on the shelf at this point. Some so
1: unknown assailant has reorganized
8: your <laughs> well, library. That that would They're have been turning cheating. On each other. So. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, All right, no points there. Monty, your turn. Oh, God. Yes, here we go. Uh, This review is entitled (laughs) Gibberish by Lindsay Mertz. I made it a quarter of the way through the book when I had to put it down. The paragraph in particular referenced a million-gallon vat of custard, and I just couldn't get past it. Even in science fiction, a million-gallon vat of custard just isn't believable. Belief cannot be suspended with this book. Okay. All we need to do is think of
5: the book with a million-gallon vat of custard in it
4: thankfully i just listened to the audio for this book yeah read by read by Stephen fry i think
3: i'm, I'm gonna guess it's it would be good douglas adams yeah yeah hitchhikers yeah.
5: okay yeah that's oh yeah, yeah yeah okay we're going to say the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy
1: well done hey. uh, i was distracted by thinking of uh, charlie and the chocolate factory <laughs> <laughs> as as often happens to people <laughs> now i'm distracted by thinking of chocolate <laughs> uh, all right tony i'm still i'm still thinking about star cops hi <laughs> <laughs> tony your review is don't judge a book by its cover by aaron fox and your review is this book is pretentious obsolete and worth no one's effort frankly just outright stupid if any book deserves to be burned it's this one w- what short <laughs> sweet and to the point i oh. think
2: it's i know what it is really
1: wow it what are you thinking erica
2: i'm guessing it's fahrenheit 451
7: oh, oh that, that that's pretty good steven any any anything you want to weigh in with other than erica's pretty smart
8: erica is very smart
7: yeah let's do it is that your answer yep that's it
2: fahrenheit 451
1: correct well Yay. done i just couldn't resist the irony i feel yeah. a little
2: better now i feel a little better I, I feel terrible for missing an ursula k Le Guin question that, that hurts my heart i know i'm sorry, I'm sorry.
1: okay all right this is our last question uh liz
2: oh my goodness is it's, this is hard the scores
1: there's no way to know but no no but <laughs> probably don't worry about this you know this what one. try just, your hardest just, yeah, try yeah your hardest. but get <laughs> it wrong <laughs> also oh. all right here we go your oh. your uh review is entitled incredibly hard to read by andrew child okay This book was written like a textbook. It has no plot and no character development. It just tells the entire history of blank. The story spans several ages, so you read about many different generations of families. The bad part about this is that for whatever reason, all the male characters have almost the same name, thus making it not only boring to read, but difficult to understand. It's like reading a history book about that time period in Prussia where every ruler who was named Frederick, except you're reading it for fun and not a class grade.
3: be a game of thrones
1: i would like it to be the silmarillion honestly
3: Uh, well yes to be fair that is a very accurate description if it is the silmarillion that's not tolkien's most famous book no and also the thing about all the names being the same is quite a george r R. martin discussion thing by people who can't read very read names i don't
5: i don't know that really describes the
3: okay cat
4: I have absolutely no idea. Like not even a guess other than Lord of the Rings kind of sounds.
3: <laughs> is it um, is, is it is it possible to ask what the scores are at the moment, please? Oh, that's
1: that's not relevant to this answer.
5: <laughs> I know. We are <laughs> ahead by 10 points.
3: Oh, right. Well, then we could we do we don't we don't it's fine if I, we get it wrong. That that makes me feel a better.
5: I mean, I would um, probably rather get a hint than immediately get it wrong, but yeah, we have one to give.
3: All right, we'll have the hint thing.
1: Uh, your hint is tree and leaf.
3: Is that Tolkien? That sounds like Tolkien.
1: Certainly sounds
5: like it could be.
3: <sighs> All right then. Um, if it's Tolkien, then oh, but that means it's it does. I'm fr- it doesn't sound like Martin then, but that review. Well, well Martin really...
5: written a lot of nonsense.
3: <laughs> yeah, but that re- that review really sounds like the Somalian. I but Lord we of the it. Rings, Lord of the Rings is the most famous work, and our quizmaster would never lie or mislead whoa, us. Whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> I, 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 never said that these were all the most famous work. I just said they were well-known works. The
3: Silmarillion, Green yeah, and but... Leaf
7: are also my seventh favorite Marvel team up.
1: So <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. they're getting a Netflix show next year. Yeah. <laughs> Who isn't these days? Liz, Thistle, what are you saying?
3: This, oh god, I'm not going to pronounce the Silmarillion.
1: That is correct for
5: five points. Yes. Well done. Ooh. Go with your gut. That review is 100% accurate. I
1: actually yes. agree, but yeah. it's still I hilarious. I also
3: agree with that review.
1: Not, hey, just because books are well-regarded doesn't mean they're actually good. We all know this to be the case.
2: That, that review could also apply to 100 Years of Solitude, which
0: is actually <laughs> a much better book. Dan, something surprising happened here. Tell um, me. Team two was buoyed by false confidence that they could make no mistake because they thought they already were in lead. When in fact, they went into question three tied at 80. But by eking out five points because they were willing oh. to make the guess, they did emerge victorious 85 <gasps> to 80 over Ooh. team one. Oh, well. I'm sorry,
2: guys. This is my first loss.
0: Oh,
1: uh, well played team two, though. Savvy, yeah, so you don't worry about the scores. You just got to go with uh, five points are better than the no points, right? Yeah, <laughs>
3: but I was worrying about the score. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, it all paid off.
3: I'm, I'm not the least bit best, of course. Not at all. <laughs>
1: uh, that's the end of our game. Thank you so much to our panelists and to the announcer, Mr. Lex Reedman. We'll remind you that you can email us at inconceivable at the com, or, as always, reach us on Twitter if you can figure out what I'm saying when I say at <laughs> inconceivable. <laughs> Uh, We will be back next month with another exciting episode. Thanks for tuning in and see you then, everybody.